Hello and welcome to Vocab Lab, where we dissect words to help you conquer standardized tests like SAT, ACT, and TOEFL. I'm Amber. And I'm Jack. Gear up for a lexical journey as we uncover three words that just might stump you unless you keep them in your arsenal. Trust us, you don't want to miss learning about parsimony, debauch, and penurious. So stay tuned. First up, we have the word parsimony. That's P-A-R-S-I-M-O-N-Y, spelled again, P-A-R-S-I-M-O-N-Y. It is a noun. Parsimony refers to extreme unwillingness to spend money or use resources. It's like frugality dialed up to the max. A good way to remember it is to think of someone sparing every penny, parsimony. But don't confuse it with just being careful with money. Parsimony is almost stinginess. The word comes from the Latin term parsimonia, which also means frugality or thrift. Now, let's use parsimony in two sentences. Despite his wealth, his parsimony was evident when he haggled over a single dollar at a garage sale. The charity criticized the government's parsimony in funding social welfare programs, arguing that such stinginess hurt those in need. Next, we have debauch. Let me spell that for you. D-E-B-A-U-C-H. Once more, D-E-B-A-U-C-H. This is a verb. To debauch means to corrupt morally or to seduce from virtue and duty, usually implying excessive indulgence in sensual pleasures or vices. Its noun form, debauchery, refers to excessive indulgence in sensual pleasures. Remember, debauch isn't just having fun. It's going to extremes often of indulgence that are harmful. Picture someone being bought off the path of virtue. That bought sounds like debauch. Debauch originally comes from Old French and has a root that means to seduce. Over time, it evolved to its current meaning. Let's put debauch to use. The young heiress's life was one of luxury and debauch, with her nights spent at exclusive clubs and her days recovering from her excesses. The novel depicted the royal court as a den of iniquity, rife with intrigue and debauch. Lastly, we have penurious, spelled P-E-N-U-R-I-O-U-S. Again, for clarity, P-E-N-U-R-I-O-U-S. This adjective describes someone who is extremely poor, think beyond broke, or someone who is unwilling to spend money, somewhat similar to parsimonious. The trick to remember penurious is that it sounds like penny, and it's about lacking pennies, being really stingy or extremely poor. Penurious stems from Latin as well, with the root word penuria meaning need or poverty. Here's penurious in a couple of sentences. The documentary highlighted the penurious conditions in the slums, where families struggle to survive on mere pennies a day. His penurious lifestyle was not due to a lack of money, but rather to an extreme aversion to spending it frivolously. That was enlightening. Time for our fill-in-the-blank quiz. I'll give you a sentence with blank, and you, Amber, will fill it with the right word. Ready? Absolutely. Hit me with your best shot. The philanthropist was known for his blank ways, often reusing tea bags multiple times before throwing them away. That would be parsimony. The weekend at the castle was memorable, but the aristocrats engaged in such blank that I was eager to return to a more modest lifestyle. That's debauch. After losing his job, he became so blank that he couldn't even afford the bus fare. The word is penurious. Her blank prevented her from donating to charities, even though her bank account was full. Again, parsimony. The tale of the emperor's fall from grace is a cautionary one, illustrating the dangers of power and blank. Debauch. Despite his blank appearance, the old man left a fortune to his beloved cat. Penurious is the perfect word for that. It was fun testing our memories. 
These words can really make your essays shine. Keep listening, G, because in just a moment, we'll get a quick refresher on the vocabulary from our previous episode. Obscure, atrophy, ruminate. You'll want to get these into your long-term memory for exam day. Let's take a look back at the words from last time, starting with obscure, O-B-S-C-U-R-E. Obscure is an adjective that means not clearly understood or expressed, sometimes also meaning not well-known. For example, the author's intention in the poem was obscure, leaving readers to ponder various interpretations. Next, we have atrophy, spelled A-T-R-O-P-H-Y. Atrophy is a noun meaning a decline in effectiveness or vigor due to underuse or neglect. Here's atrophy in a sentence. After months of disuse, his muscles began to atrophy, making it hard to walk without assistance. Finally, ruminate, R-U-M-I-N-A-T-E. It's a verb meaning to think deeply or ponder. In a sentence, he would ruminate on the events of the day as he drifted off to sleep, often dreaming about solutions to problems. Thanks for sticking with us. Don't forget, the next episode of Vocab Lab will feature three new words to elevate your vocabulary and challenge your recollection of today's words. Episode one. If you liked learning with us, subscribe on your favorite app and consider leaving us a review. Have vocabulary words to suggest for our show? Send them over to vocablab at pagepods.com. Email in the show notes. Be sure to check out transcripts and keep updated by subscribing to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is in our show notes too. We're thrilled to have you on this lexical quest. Until next time, keep studying, and thanks for listening to Vocab Lab.